Welcome back to the Schoolistic Show, a podcast that inspires high school students to pursue their passions. My name is Taraj McQuan. And my name is Jeremy Kataria. Yo, it's the first day of winter break. Are you excited? I mean, I'm definitely pumped and excited, man, because this is the first, I guess, proper break during the COVID-19 times, because, you know, we've been off by, for a long time, online school for the most people around the world, but it's, it's pretty fun, I feel like. But the day doesn't feel good to me. You know, the day feels very... Really Dull and unproductive. Boring. Yeah, yeah, productive because like it's gray. I don't, I don't like gray skies. How, yeah, how no, I totally get what you mean. I mean, I just been chilling. I mean, I've been sleeping in today, so I woke up pretty late, and I don't know. I just been watching shows. So. What, what shows do you watch though? You know, I, uh, I, I actually, think our, uh, I, I think our people that are watching the podcast, but I mean, not watching, but more like listening to the podcast, love to know what shows you're, you know, you're tuning into. Yeah, so I actually started watching All American. It's like a it's like a football high school kind of show, and he basically just going to each. Well, sorry, he's trying to find a way to get into like the NFL at like a very young age. And I'm I'm really into like sports, high school, you know those types of shows. But I mean, it's, it's been going pretty good, you know. Pretty good, pretty good. I mean, okay, I have one thing to share. So you might be thinking why the day is so dull today, gray, and. For the people that are going to listen to this, this might be uh, yesterday when you guys hear, or the, or the day after that. But basically, today is when uh, Jupiter and Saturn have a conjunction, which means that they're coming close together, almost to the point where they're touching. And what, and what that creates is a Christmas star. You know, that's what people, that's what people call it, the Christmas star. And that has, that, that has never happened. I mean, it, it has happened, but it's been like 1,800 years, so that's been a long time. So something that definitely that you can go back on YouTube to watch a video on from NASA, CNN, CBC, CTV News. So definitely look at that. That's something that you will never see. In a, like you will see one time in a, in, a, in a lifetime or maybe not. It's supposed to be like dangerous or like or just something that's like it's not crazy. dangerous. I don't, I don't think it's dangerous. It's it's not going to affect humans in any way. It's, it's not going to, you know, hit us. It's going to be in the sky. So but it's, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Anyways, let's get back into the... So today we're going to be talking about ways to overcome test anxiety. So has this ever happened to you? You've been studying for... You know, you've been studying very hard for a chemistry midterm. But when you walk into your exam, your mind goes completely blank. As you sit down to start your test, you notice your sweaty palms and in the pit of your stomach. If these classic signs of test anxiety sound familiar, your grades and test scores may not reflect your test abilities. However, we're going to be finding ways to make your life much more easier. But Himat, what is test anxiety? So first of all, before we get into the background information on what this topic is, yes, today's topic is test anxiety. Very important. A lot of you guys stress during exams and I'm, I'm sure we, we both do too. So let's get into it. Test anxiety is basically a physiological condition in which people experience extreme distress and anxiety in testing situations. While many people experience some degree of stress and anxiety before and during exams, test anxiety can actually impair learning and hurt test performance. So a good example of this could be something like basketball. So when a basketball player is very anxious before a big game, they become overwhelmed and they try to stress out about certain things. So they end up missing a shot. So in, in like in, in basketball, like a very easy shot would be the foul shot. And if you're missing that, that means you're definitely in a stage of, um, you know, where you're stressing out and you're not able to 
hold yourself comfortable, right? So there's definitely something else that that implies this. So with test anxiety, you could have a you know one, one person can lead to having butterflies in their stomach or you know goosebumps or something like that. Those are some signs that you can look out for. And yeah, they de- they definitely like disturb you. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, everyone gets it, right? So. Nevertheless, let's get into the first point about, I mean, I think the first one is kind of obvious, right? It's being prepared. You know, yeah, it does seem pretty obvious, but I think it bears to be repeated. If you feel confident, then you've actually prepped enough thoroughly and you'll feel more confident walking into the test. I mean, I don't know, like that's probably the most simplest point ever, ensuring that, you know, you're well prepared for a test. It can put your mind at ease and help you get rid of the test anxiety and you'll be able to feel just much more better when the test day arrives. You know, a way to that actually to increase your anxiety is by cramming for the test or exam, maybe on the last week or maybe on the day of, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so instead of You should try to follow your routine to give yourself the best chance at learning all the material well. You can do this by asking friends to study regularly for advice, find study skill tutors, joining a study group, and reading books and study skills. Finally, learn all you can for the test or exam in advance. Knowing the types of questions and whether they are multiple choice or essay can help you ensure that there will be no last minute surprises. I mean, have you done this where you basically ask your teacher, like, yo, what's the format for the test? How many points is it? Uh, Personally, I know teachers don't really like to tell, like, what the format is, but I think it's a good way to, at least it will give the students' minds a little more ease because you'll be able to know, hey, um, when I open the first page, I'm going to at least expect 10 multiple choice questions. After that, I'm going to expect, oh, an essay question. So you're not going into the exam not knowing if there is a big essay to write or all multiple choice, you know? It's so yeah that's yeah no 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 that's that definitely a good idea and a good way to uh you know trying to tell people uh how to prepare for test anxiety because you want to be able to know um you know what you're gonna be do, focusing on and, and looking out for right like you want to know you want to know the topics of what your test exam is going to be on like you, you know you, you could be at home preparing for one thing and while your test exam could be for something else and you're, you're then there's no there's no like there's no connection with that and you, that causes you to you know boost your anxiety and tests so definitely a good point there i feel like the, ne- the next thing to talk about is watch self-talk and what is watch self-talk seems very uh professional seems very relaxing and different so when performance suffers because of test anxiety, it can be easy to fall into a downward spiral of negative thinking. So watch what you are telling yourself and replace any negative thoughts with positive ones. Don't be the person where you're stressing out because of an exam and then you tell yourself that you're, that, that you're, that you're gonna fail this test, that you're not prepared, and so on and so on. When you're in that state of mind, you wanna be as positive as possible because what that does is that it's gonna change that direction and put you in the focus forward place. Okay? You wanna be able to bring yourself back to the same position or same rank that you were at previously and do, and do not let yourself fall because when you fall, then you can't succeed. So some things to focus is don't tell yourself that I should have studied more or I must be stupid or I have to do well everything because everything's on the line. So like 
you know, don't think about like, okay, if I fail this, I will lose my phone. If I, if if I if if I get these ten questions wrong, I'm not I'm not allowed to go out with my friends. Because it turns out, if you say these things, then it's gonna keep repeating and repeating, and it's gonna build up and build up, and then you're not gonna be able to even, you know, take care of yourself. So the things that you should do is be like, I'm prepared for this test, even though. You might not think you are prepared for the test. You should at least say that so that you feel more confident going in instead of feeling less confident and, you know, messing up everything up, especially yourself, self-being. Some other things to look out is even if, if, if you don't feel well, it's not the end of the world. If, if you don't think that you're prepared enough, don't give up. Trying is the is the great way of succeeding. Making mistakes is a great way of succeeding. But if you make if you make mistakes and you regret them, then I know I know in in some scenarios it's it's not good to make mistakes. But in this scenario with tests and stuff, it is okay to make mistakes. So it's it, it it is okay to not regret taking those mistakes because you will succeed from that because you're gonna learn from those mistakes. And always remember that you are smart enough to do well. It doesn't require any sort of um, top of the 100% tile or you know one, first for one one percentile to be the smartest kid in the class. Everyone is able to write a test, and you should always believe in yourself. Yeah, and going off of that, I think another point we should talk about is keeping the test in perspective. You know, many students' exams they build up the significance that they mark on the exam, and they're going to start worrying much more, right? So it's important to take grades seriously, but not to worry about them too much. And this can actually hinder your ability to perform good on the exam. Uh, and after that, you won't be able to focus on materials because you're going to feel so fixated on getting anything wrong. So understand that the test isn't made to break or isn't made to break your final grade, and it can be an effective way to manage exam anxiety. So the best thing. Yeah. Sure, so sure. the best thing is to do is kind of sit down with your friends, your family, and understand that it is unrealistic to be perfect on every test or assignment. What is important is to put your best effort into it. No, that's definitely like a good thing just to, to you know uh, remember because you might think that it's good to be a perfectionist, but it isn't. It's just gonna damage you even more when you go on in your future career, your future job, when you're applying for a new job. If you can, if you keep, if you keep thinking that, oh, I'm I'm gonna be able to handle all these four tasks and do perfect on them, and then you're looking at the wrong. You, well, then you have the wrong vision, and you should not really think about that. And I would like to add to that with this other point, which is called arriving early. And I, I know we've talked about time management in the past, and that definitely relates to this. But t- time is money, and, and money is business. And if you waste time, then you're basically wasting your money, and you're wasting your life, right? So arriving early is very key, and it's very important. So when you're going to the, when, when you're going to the exam, instead of you know, let's say like your exam starts at 9 a.m. and it's 8 a.m. right now, you have a, you, you have an hour to get there. Let's say it takes. 20 minutes to drive there, that's fine. You know, you still have 40 minutes to prepare to sit in the hallways or sit in the library to prepare for your exam, study, take some notes, whatever, review your notes, and that's good. But you don't want to be the person where it's 8.50 and you start pushing yourself, pushing yourself to go. Because because by the time you'll get there, it's going to be late and you might think it's 10 minutes late, but it could be more, right? You also don't. You also don't want to be the person where it's where it's like half an hour left until your exam starts. So you leave your house. You have 
10 minutes to do whatever you want, right? Because tra- you don't know what the traffic is like. The, you know, there could be construction, there could be an accident, there could be some sort of incidents taking place in the outside world where it causes you to causes you to lose more time. So it's always very important and very efficient to be there on time and be there early so that all that stress and anxiety that you get on the way will not be there. And you can uh, you can avoid interacting with the people who deal with that. You know, you, you're you just self-occupied to yourself, you're self-independent, and you can review your notes with enough time and you can be prepared and well. Tough. Yeah, and you were you were saying something about you can't really predict like traffic. I mean, you know, for example, our exams like it's in different rooms. You know, it's in the gym. Like it's in different places. Sometimes finding those rooms can actually take like five, ten minutes, and that can waste precious time. That's going to be you know, it's going to increase your anxiety. So, like like you said, kind of recap what you basically said. Make sure to arrive early, and not just 10, 15 minutes early. Get there around thirty, like more the better because it's going to make you feel uh less anxious it's going to make you feel much more confident and you're going to be much more ready to write this test you know like uh, especially in like i guess i'm i'm gonna focus more on on america because they have bigger schools even like you know university campuses and 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 college institutions like they're big schools okay i i I kid you not when you have like 15 to twenty thousand people in a school it gets pretty packed in the hallways and it's hard to get to your classes so it's good to be on time so that you can make it to your time you can make it to your exam on time and then you don't lose marks yeah totally uh should you talk about like how you should like focus or the point is to focus during the test now yeah definitely, definitely so during the test do everything you can to maintain focus you can find yourself if you sorry if you found yourself becoming much more anxious stop what you're doing and regroup for a second you can do this by sharpening your pencil or asking some questions or focus on taking deep breaths you know this can only take what like five maybe ten seconds you're not really wasting time by regrouping so remember to take your time but check your watch to pace yourself before starting the test do a quick review and read the instructions twice and start with the easiest questions first you know I think the last point that I just talked about, do the easiest questions first. This is very important because when you're going into a test, you want to feel confident during the test as well. So if you're doing all these easy questions and before you get into those hard questions, you're going to feel like, yo, I was able to do these easier questions. Now I can tackle on these much more harder questions because your confidence rose after doing those easier questions. Uh, yeah, And going off of that, these easy questions are going to be like... You will be pretty fast and, you know, uh, sorry, getting those questions done. So you'll have more time for those harder questions so that, you know, if you do stress, there's more time for you to prepare and calm yourself down and self-improve. Do you want to talk about like if, if you should like skip a question if needed or something like that? I've heard like people say like, hey, like skip uh, a question if you need to. I don't think skip. I think that that is skipping a question. Mm, yeah, hey, listen. Yes, you can skip a question. So during a test, you know, you you have, well, let's just say you have 40 to 50 questions for an exam, and that's not possible. It's more likely going to be 100 or 120. Let's say 40 to 50 questions for exam. Given sake, I'll say you are able to answer 30 of them, but you're not answer, you're not able to answer some of those questions because you're not prepared for them or you don't feel confident answering them. It's okay to skip a question. You might think leaving a question behind will lose your focus, lose your, or get you distracted. Don't think that way because if you do think that way, then you're not gonna be able to finish the whole exam or finish the whole test. 
So it is always, it's, so it's, it's okay to skip a question or even raise your hand to clarify a question. You cannot ask for help obviously during the exam for a question for the answer, but you can clarify anything that you don't understand. You don't understand the question, ask the teacher, ask professors, ask other helpers around the, you know, the room itself. So it's, it's okay, there's no harm in sk skipping a question so that you can get the easy question out of the way and the questions that you're not able to, you know, process through your mind, you can leave that at the end with a fresh state of focus. Yeah, and getting fixated on a difficult question will only make you feel much more anxious. You know, it's going to eat away valuable test time. And, you know, especially for an exam, time is like probably the number one thing that you have to look out for. Plus, answering the questions that you already know will help you build your confidence while taking the test. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, like, going off of that, it's, you know, we're talking about time here and time can also come with focus and focusing during the test is very important. So during the test, do everything. And I know, I know my partner has already said this point, but I would like to really emphasize on what that means. You know, you want to be able to like focus during the test. You know, he, he said take breaks so you can regroup your thoughts on the questions. Very important. So. Um, my, my partner has already said this point, so I'm not going to really mention it. Uh, I'd like to go to the next point, which is called accepting the little anxiety. So you, so you want to recognize that a little bit of anxiety before a test is a good thing. Because if you don't stress at all and you feel super confident, turns out you could be overconfident and you could also do bad in that situation. So if you did not feel nervousness at all, you might not be motivated to do your best. If you have a little bit of anxiety, you'd be like, Hmm. I, I, I studied very hard, but maybe I might, I might mess up a question, but you know what? I th think I got this. That's totally fine. Cause then you're still motivated that you can get this thing done. You're confident that, that you can do well on this exam and, and you don't feel like you need some sort of uh, assistance along your way. So it is only when anxiety becomes unmanageable that it becomes a problem. So if you're over anxiety, if your anxiety is pushing its limits, that's when things turn out to go the wrong route. So it, so, so like I said, the whole conclusion of this is, it's okay to have minimal anxiety because it, it does not hurt you in any way. It really just boosts your confidence, but having too much is gonna, and that, that's gonna push the barriers, it's gonna s set you back a long way. Yeah, that was a really good point. Should we also talk about um, kind of like staying healthy at the same time? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, when faced with multiple tests or exams, you might feel to start, you might start to neglect yourself about your physical health. So don't fall into this trap. Regularly exercise, get adequate sleep, and good nutrition are all important in components of a lifestyle that will keep you, or at least will keep your stress at a minimum. So on the day of the test, be sure to eat an adequate breakfast and avoid access caffeine, as this is the only way to contribute to your anxiety. Right? Like a lot of people say, yo, I didn't eat breakfast before my exam. But I feel like eating breakfast, uh, exercising regularly can actually make a huge impact in your mark and the way you study. Yeah, no, definitely. Food, like breakfast, they always say it's the most important meal and people take it like it's a joke. I did that too. But it has affected me because when you're doing tests, your stomach does not feel, uh, you know, if it starts making noises and starts growling. There's no energy in your brain to keep you awake, to keep you ready, to keep you confident, and your brain can't really process all the information and give you the answer for the question because 
there's no, nothing there to guide it, right? Brain is a brain is like an engine for a car. It needs energy in order for it to work. And if it, and if you don't have energy, then you can't really do the test. So you know, like Tarzan mentioned, eating fruits, vegetables, drinking drinking a glass of milk is basically perfect. Or you eating cereal, you know, if you eat cereal, that's perfect. That really helps. Yeah. And going off of that, sorry if there's background noise, but remember to eat something nutritious. Like you were talking about drink milk, or you can even have a protein bar. We were talking about that before this. Yeah, we were talking so about that. So brain-boosting foods that are high in protein will give you the energy to keep your mind sharp during the test. You know, a good breakfast will also ensure that you don't feel disoriented or lightheaded. Make sure that you aren't just snacking food with too high on sugar. This will help ensure that you don't crash midway through the test or start to feel very jittery. Going off of that, sure, when you eat something, at least eat something healthy. Don't, like I said, don't eat something like M and M's like right before. Like, <laughs> you might crash in the middle of your test, and obviously that's going to put you, you know, harm's way, and you're not going to do well on your exam. And you know, with that, you can also.、Uh... I don't know if it's exempt to not bring food to an exam, but I'm pretty sure you can at least bring water with yourself so you can stay hydrated throughout the whole process, and that's gonna help you build your focus and you know, basically, your brain's gonna feel regenerated, have more energy, and it can pump out more than information. And something to also keep in mind is keeping the test in perspective. So it's important. To take your grade seriously, you know, a lot of people don't take their grade seriously, and they wait till the last minute, and then they freak out, and they're like, "Oh, I can't make it to college. I can't make it to university. I have to go to, I have to go to like a, you know, a, a normal job, which is not good for some people because they have dreams that they want to accomplish, but they're not, they're not able to, right? So, but if you worry too much, that can also cause a negative effect to you. It can also hinder your ability to perform well. You know, like let's say like. You have a 99, 98 in a class, and you're trying to get a hundred in a class.、Uh, you keep trying, 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 and, and you get upset with the teacher that that you that you lost half mark on a thing. First of all, anything above a 90 is a high mark, and you shouldn't really, I guess, worry that much. I know grades matter, especially for university, but a hundred is kind of hard to get. And if you keep on trying to be perfect, it's you know, it's it's, it's basically going off being a perfectionist. If you keep on trying and trying and trying to do that, then you're not going to actually reach that point. You're going to make yourself feel more miserable, and you're not, and you're, and you're not going to really even go towards your goals. You're going to go towards a different output. So you want to be able, you want to be able to focus on your material, and you don't want to, you know, put yourself in a, in a position where you end up getting the wrong invitation to the wrong scenario. So understand that a test won't won't make or break a final grade. But can, but can be a, can be an effective way to manage exam anxiety. So you can so you can you know you can so you can sit down with your parents. You can sit down with your friends, talk to them, talk about talk about them. Sorry, talk to them, or you can you know remind your younger sister, remind your older brother about the unrealistic to be perfect on every task or assignment. So always identify what's important. Is that you put your best effort into it rather than. Trying to find a way to become perfect. Going off of that, I think, I think the best way to kind of study for these exams is practicing with mock tests. You know, a major reason that well, a major reason test creates a lot of anxiety is because a lot of people don't really know what's going to be on the exam, right? Like they don't know what the format is. They don't know like if this question is going. You know, that's going to create a lot of anxiety. So. 
And obviously this can be very frightening and overwhelming. So to help to relieve this anxiety and stress, you can start by creating mock tests in the week and days leading up to the test. Be sure to remove any study aids or distractions to create an environment that mimics a real testing room. You know, as you complete the mock test, you will feel much more confident with the material and you will gain confidence in test writing abilities. A lot of the time what I used to do actually was for my exam, I'd actually search up my course code and I'll search up the exam review. And basically there'll be like tons of like sampled uh, exams from like past years. What I'd do is actually print them out and have, I put a timer on for one and a half, uh, one and a half hours and actually do the exam. So with this practice, I'm going to get more practice with like time stress, um, what's going to be on the exam and maybe have the same format or yeah, something. No. Definitely, it's a good idea to use it. Um, you know, we talked about t technology in our previous episode. So, the online source is the best way to get it. I mean, that's probably the only way of getting it. M mock tests and mock exams are all there. Uh, yeah, it's definitely great to look out for that. Uh, I guess another thing we can really talk about is talk together after the test. So, you know, after a test or exam has been completed, I think we've. I think, I think we have also mentioned this in a previous episode, maybe back well, during the first, second episode, where I mentioned how um, you know after a test or exam happens, you can talk with the teacher, ask them, or ask them about a question if you know to clarify anything, or talk with your with your classmates and ask them, oh, well, what you get for this answer, what you get for that question. It's a great way to clarify anything, and it's a great way to feel more confident in yourself. So that, you know, having a proper conversation with other people can really help you calm yourself down and kind of get your mind off uh, stress of this exam. Even talking to your parents, you know, when your parents get to give, give you a phone call, how was your exam? How was your test? Simply responding, it was good. I think I think I, I got this, you know, or saying that this question was kind of hard, but I was still able to answer it. It's a great way to help them out with their day because at the, at, the, at the end of the day, they are working their butts off to support you. Sorry for my language, but they're supporting the, they're doing anything in their power to basically help you succeed. Uh, they're working day and night just, just for you to be happy. So it, it is a great way to help them feel more happy towards, I mean, throughout their day. And it, it just helps you out in the end of the day, you know, you feel more confident and you can release any stress that's in the way. Yeah, I think the last point I need to kind of talk about is, you know, you finally write, you finally wrote the test. Now it's time to reward yourself. So plan a reward for yourself after the test. Take some time to relax and clear your mind. Don't dwell on mistakes you've made that or made or worry about how you did. Whenever possible, give yourself a break before starting to study for another test. Definitely, yeah, no. Rewarding yourself, we've talked about all sorts of rewards. So basically all these points that we've already like mentioned before, but it's it, it was a great way to talk, for us to talk about in this topic. Rewarding yourself is very, very important. It could be, you know, a long walk. It could be a basketball game you're watching. It could be, you know, going for a swim. Some people like work out and rewarding yourself, watching a TV show, anything. Uh, I, I would say, especially when you're doing like a exam, maybe even going out with your friends, having a little party here and there, but obviously during COVID-19, hopefully you guys are not doing that because that should not be happening for your safety. Uh, you know, let's just say like you're, you're, you're having an online FaceTime call with your friends. Like, like that's like that's a good way or watching a TV show. So definitely re rewarding yourself. It's kind of like the recovery process of your exam. You're, you know, putting yourself back into a normal environment 
getting yourself all ready and all prepared for the next event to come and you're just feeling relaxed and having a good time because that's what you need after exam after you have something after something stressful has happened you want to relax yourself so let's say when you're getting your wisdom teeth pulled out right you want to be able to go home and just relax eat ice cream or you have a surgery you want to go home relax and don't worry about any of the stress you know because everything's out of the way and you just have a, have a good life obviously today i mean it was a pretty good episode we talked about ways to overcome test anxiety hop onto our instagram at schoolistic official let us know if this actually if these tips actually help you and let us know how you did on your midterm on your exam or any other test with our tips thank you so much for listening how do you think about this episode man uh Honestly, uh, with time as well, it's it's pretty good. It's, a, it's, a, it's at that 28, 40 minute mark. Uh, I'd say this episode is very helpful towards people because especially when this this is, this is a time that people are doing their midterms and their exams and so on and so on or, or, or even within a month, they're doing the same thing. So I feel like this episode is very effective towards their benefit and they should definitely use this to prepare for their future. Before we wrap this up, I would like to say that if there was any, you know, sort of problems that were occurring within the background, our noises, our mics, our speech, we are very sorry for that. Uh, you know, it's we're just still getting back into the routine, and we're trying to work our ways, uh, our, our work our way with the audio and all. So thank you so much, five guys, for listening. Today we talked about ways to overcome test anxiety. Again, my name is Tarjman Kwan. And my name is Gudir Mkhitarya. And, and this, this is, is Coolistic. Coolistic. Peace. Peace.